the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's 4.02 and you're listening to AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Perhaps on the WFIL app. You can download that free from our website, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. We're here every weekday, 4 till 5. And glad you've joined us. Forecast calling for some clouds tonight, then clearing up late tonight. Low 32. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow. High 44. And for Friday, cloudy and chilly. Maybe an afternoon shower or two. Not a big fan of chilly rain conditions. I don't mind rain. I don't mind cold, but mixed. Mm. Especially when if it's good, I like, let's have some snow with that. Right? Maybe that'll come. 45 the high for Friday. Over the weekend, a lot uh, similar on Saturday, at least. Some sun and clouds, maybe a shower, high 48, warming up a bit. And I'm excited because Sunday, although there may be a little bit of rain, still supposed to be pretty nice and jumping into the 60s. And not only will I like that forecast, and I'm sure you will too, my daughter has an all-day soccer tournament. And it's a lot more fun as a parent to be watching and taping when you're not shivering and running for cover. That would be happening Saturday a little bit more, but Sunday looks to be pretty nice. Uh, In sports, speaking of which, Flyers lost a tough one last night to Ottawa, 4-3. They're up 3-1, gave up three goals in less than six minutes to fall behind with just a few minutes left in the game and couldn't rally and wound up losing. They'll have a few days to regroup. Next game at uh, Sidney Crosby's Pittsburgh Penguins Saturday evening. Sixers home tonight against the Knicks. Uh, Let's see. I want to remind you before I forget because we're coming. I I don't know if you're like me, but the older I get, uh, the more I'm like, wait, did that happen already? Is that like, you know, Christmas specials? We're going to have a little Christmas music mixed in this hour. I'm excited about the program today. But I know when it comes to the TV specials, I'm always afraid, and I usually have missed, uh, you know, what you know, Charlie Brown Christmas, things like that. So I'll run a, a few of the main ones by you during the hour here just to give you an, an update on where that stands. Good news is a lot of the main ones, although they may have happened already, they're being broadcast a second time. But before that even... Coming up uh, just this Friday, two days from now, we have a couple of freebies on our website that expire. So I guess Friday night at 11.59, both our Ministry of the Month, which is in touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, and also Walk in the Word with James McDonald. They have free resources available to anybody. And in the case of uh, In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, there's actually a contest going on where you can not only have certain things for free, for sure, but you can also enter to win Dr. Stanley's latest book. We have weekly prizes we're giving out and a big grand prize, a big gift basket, worth almost $500. And so, you know, you have to enter to at least have an opportunity at that. Uh, so you can do all that at WFIL.com. And the, you know, right in the homepage at the top, there are a couple of banners. It'd be kind of impossible to miss. So help yourself to that and enjoy. Now, uh, if you are new to the program, or even if you're not, something I'd like to share with people about this program. And honestly, my heart on this uh, show has more to do with the fact that, uh, John 3.16, which is considered a you know, Hall of Fame verse 
you've, you've maybe the most well-known verse in the whole Bible. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, eternal life. And what a time of year, of course, to bring that verse out and make sure that we're familiar with it. Uh, but I like to think that uh, with this program, that um, that kind of drives what we do. And here's what I mean by that. Whether you're listening and you're a Christian and you grew up in a Christian home or you're a pastor or someone who's walked with the Lord for many years, you love the Lord a lot, whether you're somebody who's dabbled in the church, you've been in and out, maybe struggled with stuff in life and you don't really, you know, maybe the gospel, you do believe it, but it's not maybe a driving force in your life. Or maybe you just kind of been around it or you don't believe it at all. Or some parts of it maybe make some sense, but you've kind of lived and, and been on the outside of it. And uh, whatever the case may be, and I say this because radio is a very private medium in many ways. You can listen in your car, you can listen at home, and you can take it in and consider stuff. So uh, John 3.16 speaks to everybody. If you're hearing my voice, you are alive, and you have an opportunity to accept Christ in your life. And so to me, this program, first and foremost, the best way the show could be of help to anybody would be to point you to the Savior of the world. I'm not the Savior. I'm nobody's judge. And uh, I try to live that way. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I, I believe Scripture is true. And uh, I believe there is such a thing as right and wrong. And it's not all bleeding all over the place and, and you know, blending and the lines are so blurred. Uh, there are some things maybe we'll differ on. But there are certain fundamental things that I would politely hold fast to. And uh, I have a lot of friends, you know, who believe other things and we're still friends. But I would say so there are several non-negotiables, including the fact that I believe that Jesus was uh, the Son of, and is the Son of God. He came. He already walked on this earth. He died on a cross, and he was raised from the dead. And because he came in the ultimate, the ultimate mission trip, him coming for us, that's what this is about and what Easter is about. And uh, so I just put that out there for your consideration. And, and I would also suggest, as uh, John, the book of John, Gospel of John says, if you want to know if it's real or not, Jesus said he'll reveal himself to you. So be aware of that. There's a lot of voices in the world, and you may feel like, oh, it's just kind of, you know, you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. We all kind of get along. Yeah, we can get along. Of course we can get along. We should, and we should respect each other and be kind to each other and all that. But it doesn't even make sense. This is actually, I wrote an article when I went to Penn State. I was a, a, a columnist for the Daily Collegian for a while. My very first article I wrote in a way just to put it out there and say, listen, let's, uh, there, there are different faiths. Some say there's a God, even in a very, very general sense. Uh, someone who's Jewish, someone who's Christian, someone who may be uh, in the Catholic vein of things, or different ways, and, and not to get too far afield with that. But some people say there is a God, and other people, let's say an agnostic or an atheist, will say there is no God, or I'm not sure. Okay, so we have the freedom to think those things. But logically speaking— does it make sense that there is a God? As some say there is and some say there isn't. It doesn't. It, so my point being, um, if you would like to know, rather than just kind of be part of a huge culture where anything kind of goes, if you'd really like to know, the Gospel of John, Jesus said, I, if you want to know these words, if I'm speaking from God or if I'm just making stuff up, I will reveal myself to you. So that's good news. And so embrace it. If you, Be encouraged to embrace it. Maybe it's a little scary. 
to think that you could actually know? That's a good question. Maybe it's a, a pre-question. If you could know the truth about God and, 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 the, and the core of what the, you know, life is about, would you want to know? And uh, maybe you don't want to yet. It's okay. But maybe are you willing to be willing? That's one way of thinking about it, perhaps. So all that said, I like to approach this program in a way that uh, I hope that the show is helpful to you. And the word helpful is a broad word, but it takes many forms. Ultimately, as I said before, it has to do with pointing people to Christ. But it may be helpful just because you get some information that helps you with your everyday life. Maybe you get a good laugh here and there. Maybe uh, you're encouraged. Whatever it might be, we hope this hour does that. And we hope our radio station does too, WFIL. Okay, so I put that out there to you as a precursor to here's who we have coming up this hour. In just a few minutes, we're going to have Fred Strathmeyer. He is the Deputy Secretary for Pennsylvania's Plant Industry and Consumer Protection. And among other things, he will give us some tips how to prevent the spread of invasive species during the holidays. Sound crazy? Well, when you're getting a Christmas tree, you better be looking. And there's some ideas he'll give us. So, And he's been doing this for 40 years or so. So he knows what he's talking about. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, is going to join us too. They have a leadership prayer breakfast in Wayne, Pennsylvania, this coming Tuesday the 4th. Totally free. We're going to chat about that a little bit, how you can grow in your walk with God. Uh, the breakfast itself is called A Deeper Walk. And we're also excited to have Mike Love of the Beach Boys joining us. He has a crazy schedule. He's doing a ton of radio interviews all over the country. But we should have him on for a bit uh, for several reasons. One, he has a new Christmas CD out called Reason for the Season. It's a lot of fun. I've downloaded it and listened to it a lot. And uh, it's fun like you would expect Beach Boys music to be. But it also has some depth to it, lyrically. Kind of cool also because he collaborated with a number of folks, including his own family, the band Hanson and some producers who have been all over the place in terms of artists they've worked with. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Mike's uh, upcoming tour schedule. He's going to be doing some concerts in the next two weeks, two waves of concerts within shouting distance of the tri-state area. So you may want to check that out and have some fun during the Christmas season that way. And it's also kind of neat on the side that uh, Mike Love was nominated just recently for induction into the 2019 Songwriters Hall of Fame in a very prestigious section, the Performing Songwriters section. You know, some artists, if you look in the liner notes of your CDs and albums, you'll see some people are known as writers, and that's their main gift. Others are more known for their vocal ability, and, and you'll you check their albums and realize that they didn't write many of their songs. Somebody else did. But uh, Mike Love has worn both hats for many years and written some of the most well-known pop songs in history. So we're looking forward to having all three of those folks on this hour, uh, and we're going to get into that here in just a moment. Uh, also want to give you our toll-free number, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Email is timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. And our text line, brand new, 610-500-DOVE, as it turns out, 610 500 3683. Uh, and speaking of which, we're going to give away another gift card or two this hour for uh, Wawa. If you would like to text in or email, do so. Just the word Wawa with your name and address. And that way we can make sure to mail it out to you should we draw your name. One last thought before our first break. Whenever you enter a contest on this program between four and five, we keep your entry in a big hat. So even if you don't win on a given day, your entry lives on and could win you something else down the road. So it's not a waste of time to enter. Uh, over the long term, you may find that you win some pretty cool prizes. 413 AM 560 WFIL, back in just a moment with Fred Strathmeyer, uh, the uh, from the department, as I mentioned, uh, Deputy Secretary for Pennsylvania's Plant Industry 
and consumer protection. And we'll continue from there. AM 560 WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. I don't know, Louise. I just don't know. Well, I guess we'd better concentrate on finding a nice Christmas tree. I suggest we try those searchlights, Charlie Brown. This really brings Christmas clothes to a person. Fantastic. Now, Reverend Charlie Brown Christmas, it already, uh, uh, actually, no, it's going to air next week and again right before Christmas, the 6th and 20th on ABC at 8 o'clock. Both are Thursdays. What a great scene. Do they still make wooden Christmas trees? This little green one here seems to need a home. I don't know, Charlie Brown. Remember what Lucy said? This doesn't seem to fit the modern spirit. I don't care. We'll decorate it, and it'll be just right for our play. Here it comes. Besides, I think it needs me. (laughs) Charlie touches it. It uh, falls down, and of course, it's a classic scene from a Charlie Brown Christmas. Again, Thursday, December 6th, 8 o'clock on ABC. Again, two weeks later on December 20th, which is really late. Usually these specials happen the day after Thanksgiving and uh, first week of December. And by the time I realize what's going on, they're all off the air. So, of course, you can buy these things. Uh, As a side note, you actually can't get the Charlie Brown Christmas, to my understanding, on Netflix or the Amazon Prime streaming and stuff. You have to actually buy a digital copy on iTunes or Amazon or, of course, again, catch it when it's aired on ABC. So we uh, have that little snippet there as we segue to our first guest of the hour, Fred Strathmeyer. He is the Deputy Secretary for Pennsylvania's Plant Industry and Consumer Protection. Uh, Hello, sir. How are you doing? Hello, Tim. Hey, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Very good. Thank you for taking time to join uh, our station today. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Fred Strathmeyer is the Deputy Secretary for Pennsylvania's Plant Industry and Consumer Protection. A very timely opportunity to talk with you. Just last night, I go. I went to Giant late at night to get some coconut water for my daughter who was sick, and there are Christmas trees outside. And I'm thinking, you know, this is going to match nicely with our conversation because uh, we wanted to, as we spread holiday cheer, it's coming up here, not pests, you know. So, and you have a lot of experience in this. Maybe you could start by sharing your background in uh, in the Strathmire Force family business you had and, and your concern and just want to make people to be educated about what to be careful not to spread at this time of year. Sure, Tim. Yeah, I uh, actually, prior to uh, being the deputy secretary here at the Department of Agriculture for Pennsylvania, um, I was in our family business, as you noted, for better part of 40 years of my life. So wow. it's it's been uh, something I've done uh, for a long, long time. The pests that we're talking about, in particular, uh, spotted lanternfly or, or any type of pest, has been uh, something that the industry has dealt with for many years. The one thing that I that your listeners need to understand is that uh, our growers uh, do uh, a, a diligent job with their uh, best management practices throughout the year, and uh, also especially around the Christmas time when they're starting to move these trees around from state to state or town to town. So, okay. uh, real real happy to be part of the of the uh, the group of Christmas tree growers. Okay, and your family business that was a spe- specialized in Christmas trees, right? And, and evergreen. So you you know a that, lot of <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. Okay. So what kind of, you mentioned, what kind of pests are we talking about? Is there one main one, uh, and does it tend to be the same one each year, or does it depend on the year kind of a thing? Well, there are pests every year uh, that, that the industry deals with. Uh, this year, uh, in particular, we are talking about the uh, spotted lanternfly, but uh, it is uh, right now, it's been confined to uh, 13 counties in southeastern Pennsylvania. And so our concern there is that uh, the trees that are in that area are inspected, and they are. Uh, and then on top of uh, the state doing their due diligence and our inspectors being at those tree farms, uh, the uh, growers themselves are also uh, very much engaged in in looking for, uh, at this time of year, the egg masses of of this spotted lanternfly as the adults have now uh, died off. And so uh, that's what they're looking for now, which is essentially a gray putty-like material, looks a little bit like a splotch of mud. Okay, so that's what folks should be looking for wherever they happen to buy their Christmas tree. Keep an eye out for that, uh, potentially. This year in particular, yes. But, again, I, a good practice is that consumers should uh, look for any type of foreign type of material. And it could be as simple as a, a bird's nest. And in a bird's nest, you may end up with uh, uh, spiders or something else in there. So things like that, uh, just being cognitive, common sense, uh, shake down the tree. A lot of tree lots already have shakers on them or you, you knock the tree on the, on the cement before you take it in the house. The most important thing that I, I would want the consumers to hear today is to also understand that we're looking for the fresh tree, the good tree, and uh, there's certain things that they can do by going on to different websites to look for uh, methods to look for the, uh, the freshness of trees. Okay. Fred Strathmeyer, the Deputy Secretary for Pennsylvania's Plant Industry and Consumer Protection, on the line with us. Uh, does it make a difference where you happen to get your tree? You know, lo- well, I will always I will always promote local. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, by supporting the local, you're uh, supporting local tree farms, local businesses, uh, from the garden centers to community groups, which could be your local lions, the Boy Scouts, churches, uh, those types of organizations. Uh, a lot of times, do the community groups do a lot of these things as community fundraisers and supporting local, and typically those. Those uh, groups do buy local, so uh, it's kind of a, a nice uh, double uh, double whammy there for local farms and local businesses and then local uh, community groups. You mentioned the 13 counties uh, in southeastern Pennsylvania, I guess it was. Is there, a, you know, we broadcast in a number of counties with our radio station, the three states actually, uh, including a large chunk of PA. Is there a way for people to look up uh, anywhere what those 13 states are, I mean 13 counties are? Yeah, they could go uh, to the uh, Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture's uh, website. On that website, there is an area for spotted lanternfly. They could uh, then be able to get into that area, and there's actually a map of the 13 counties in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania that have been affected by it. Okay. Uh, How do you uh, check, uh, you know, is is there a best way other than, you know, looking for something obvious? I never really thought about, you know, we're just looking for the size of the tree. Will it fit? And uh, and does it look like ornaments will hang on this thing? Is there any best way to kind of, or is it just more about taking a little extra time to look through and look in the branches a bit to make sure there's nothing in there? 
You, you basically have answered the question. The okay. answer is yes. <laughs> you you want to be able. You want to take the time to look. And while you're while you're looking for the pest, you're actually looking for the freshness of the tree anyway. You're seeing, making sure the needles are pliable, the branches are pliable. You know, the, another suggestion that that I would give you is that uh, to uh, put a fresh cut on the bottom of the tree to take, when you take it home, uh, use hot water instead of you know just regular water. These are things that will continue to make that tree fresh uh, once you've done your due diligence to look for the pest. Okay. So the fresh, the freshness really would be the, the, if you can tell it's really fresh and well, that's going to be a, a, be, a better indicator of that there's less likely to have pests uh, involved. Well, well, I don't know about that. Okay. But, I didn't know. I, that... Like I said, I would, I'm just trying to emphasize that, uh, that, uh, pests are going to be there. They've been there, you know, ever since I've been doing this, uh, which obviously you you know is a long time. Sure, um, it's it's not something to deter uh, you from creating family traditions. The smell is wonderful, uh, so uh, these are things that uh, you know families are always looking for. And quite frankly, from generation to generation, uh, people are are going to tree farms. Um, so that's that's really where I would would uh, leave it with you is to okay. say that yes, pests are out there. It's out there in the wilderness and out there in Mother Nature and. Uh, just do do your due diligence to create some common sense around your your activity of buying the tree. And just to encourage folks to take that extra time before they plunk down their money and take their tree home on top of their car or whatever it might be. What kind of problems have you seen? Because you've done this for many many years. Just so people know, hey, this could happen. You know, maybe it won't. Maybe you know whatever. But what could happen? Or what are some things you've seen? What kind of problems are we trying to avoid potentially? The spread well, the of the biggest thing you're trying to avoid is is spreading. Um, the egg mass, uh, again, if, uh, and I'll go to disposal now. Um, so if you don't dispose of these trees properly, uh, either recycling through uh, your local community, uh, a lot of times there's, uh, there's uh, an opportunity to add to uh, the improvement of fish habitat. So there's, there's different ways to dispose of. But what you don't want to do is necessarily just put it in the backyard. You absolutely do want to dispose of it in case that that egg mass is there Um, by leaving it uh, in your own backyard you you run the risk of of now allowing uh, this pest to uh, hatch in the spring and and then you know spread in that manner fred strathmeyer deputy secretary for pennsylvania's plant industry and consumer protection thank you so much for taking time with us and have a wonderful holiday season you do the same tim thank you very much for having me have a great day bye-bye 426 Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, is going to come on with us next. Also, Mike Love of the Beach Boys, before the hour is through, listen to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL.com. When he had MC as part of his name, MC Hammer and Prey, late 80s, early 90s. Helps us segue to our next guest in just a second. Forecast first, some clouds tonight, then clearing late tonight, low 32. 44 the high tomorrow with a mix of clouds and sun. 
Bringing in from Acts 413 Ministries, Jim Maxim. Jim Maxim. Hey, Jim, it's Tim. Tim, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you today? Great, man. I got your text. I sort of just told my wife, what a blessing you guys are. Always always trying to help us in the ministry. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got the postcard, actually, and I'm looking at the date oh. and like, oh, that's coming up, you know? So wanted to let people know about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are... Uh, we are chatting with Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. Folks are familiar with that because uh, every morning around 7.57, I think it is, and weekday afternoons, 4.59, as we close out the Tim DeMoss Show, Jim leads in prayer and uh, have a real heart for prayer and for the transforming power of, of God through prayer. Um, Jim, can I read? Let me start by saying this. Uh, Acts 4.13, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. So when folks hear Acts 4.13, that's the verse. Maybe you could share a little bit of the story about why the ministry is deemed what it is, and then we want to talk about the event next Tuesday. Well, thanks, Tim. Yeah, that, that scripture, Tim, I was in the Mojave Desert when I was in the Marine Corps, and we were training for the Israeli crisis six months before it happened, and uh, I, had, I was a new believer, and... Um, I saw this uh, Catholic priest over in the tent there, so I figured out I had a, I had a couple hours off, so I figured I'd go say hello to him. Again, I had just gotten saved, and I had not come from a Christian family background or anything. I knew very little about Scripture, but I had about two years of reading the Word on my own in the Marines and so on and so forth. And so I wanted to talk to this priest, and I just talked to him about Jesus and what God was doing and this and that. And he said, Jimmy, what Bible school have you been to? I said, what do you mean? He said, well, where have you learned all these scriptures? How, how do you know this about the Bible? And I realized that it was at that moment the Holy Spirit just just bit my heart and gave me that Acts 4.13 scripture that when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were just common men, they recognized them as having been with Jesus. And what this priest was saying was, Jim, there's something different about you, and I know what that is, and that is that you've been with Jesus. Hmm. And Tim, is there anything that both our co-workers, our neighbors, our friends, and even the church, is there anything that people need to see more of than people that have been with Jesus? Because when you've been with Jesus, the very residue of his presence, it cannot be hidden. When you walk into a room and the anointing of the Holy Spirit is alive and vibrant in your life, when you've been spending time with the creator of the universe, how can you dare hide his presence and his power? It just it just naturally comes forth out of your life if you allow it to. And so what uh, that scripture has meant to me, uh, naturally, I, I like to share, you know, I guess people would say, well, Jim, you're an evangelist. I said, well, I don't consider myself an evangelist, but... I just allow Christ to come out of me whenever I can. I try to share his love with people wherever I go, and uh, not being a seminary-trained individual, it is nice to see that people um, know how genuine the power of Christ is in my life, and um, I just let Jesus come out. I try to let him come out every day. Amen. Amen. Chat with Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. As you're talking, I don't know if you've ever heard the song, I've Never Been to Seminary. 
No, I'm going to look it up, though. Look it up. It's a guy named Landon Spradlin. I think okay. he's a I think he's a British uh he's from from the UK and I'm not sure if he was a pastor he's a musician for sure his uh, guitar player is a guy named Dave Marquis who's a okay. solid believer he played with Eric Clapton and it's a great it's, oh, a, wow. it's a great blues album and it, the hook of the song says I've never been to uh seminary but I've been to Calvary <laughs> <laughs> I love that So if you look that up I think you'll have fun with that um, yes, I will. I'll never forget that one. Well, and coming up, and, and as a side note, uh, you mentioned, you know, you had just earlier, uh, you mentioned about the Lord getting a hold of you just for a couple of years when this experience had happened uh, in the Marine Corps. Your testimony you shared with us when you were on the program when we first started a couple of months ago. And um, just to let you and other listeners know that we have all the shows up on our website now, podcast form. So if folks oh. would like to listen... They can hear more in depth about the stuff that you shared with us originally back in September. I will also tell you that we had our very first caller to the program after you had been on, and it was a woman who pulled over to the side of the road, and she was really encouraged. She actually used the word, I have hope, because she heard your testimony. She has several sons who have been dealing with some uh, physical afflictions, and they wonder why God doesn't, you know, show up and help them get better, you know, and why they have to struggle. And as a parent, She's you know, struggled with having hope and, and holding out hope for her children to not give up on God and to trust that he's good, even if they don't understand their circumstances. So she she had heard your testimony, how your mom didn't give up on you, how she was a praying parent and how God got a hold of you. So I just want to encourage you, let you know that that was the case. And uh, and that it was beautiful. It was the very first phone call we had to the radio station with, with the new show. So thanks, Tim. I appreciate that. That's why, I mean, yes, I, it is uh, my testimony, but it's a story of really my mother and a woman that knew her God. She knew her God so intimately that she would not let her children go because she knew that her God would hear her cry. So thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Chat with Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. Uh, from the postcard that I received in the mail, on one side, it says a deeper walk, a leadership prayer breakfast, Acts 413 Ministries happening this coming Tuesday, the 4th of December at 7 in the morning. And on the back, it says, do you want to grow deeper in your walk with the Lord? Has your heart been longing for more, but you just haven't been able to get there? Join us to pursue God's principles together to transform our spirits and light our hearts on fire. You know, for some folks who are struggling, being on fire may seem far off. But it really, if God's at work, that does not have to be the case. Uh, who's who's invited to this, and how does it work? If folks would like to attend, well, Tim, everybody is invited to this uh, for the sole purpose of going deeper in Christ. To really, I, I, as a businessman, Tim, uh, that happens to have a ministry as well, I see so many Christians throughout uh, my travels that uh, the church as a whole doesn't do a good job of teaching the layperson how to really walk in their destiny every day at work and become a become on fire for Christ right in their job and to be effective, not just in the corporate world, but to be effective as a soldier of the cross in the corporate world, to allow the power of God. I mean, God is God. He's only God. Do you think he has enough wisdom and knowledge and understanding to make us better at our work? Do you think the <laughs> yeah. creator of the universe can speak to us and show us unique things 
Proverbs 8.12 in the, New, in the King James Version says this, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find out knowledge of witty inventions. Wow. Wow. Could, could God speak to our hearts like he did George Washington Carver? When George asked Christ, asked Almighty God, God, would you show me the secrets of the universe? And God said, little man, you can't handle the secrets of the universe but I will show you the secrets of the peanut. And the peanut farmers are having a crisis at that time, and God showed him how over 200 foods come from the peanut. So God has a word for us every day. My mother used to say, Jim, God has a word for every situation in your life. If you will humble yourself before him and seek his face, not just his hand, but seek his face, God will speak things to you, hidden things. The Bible says, I will show you things that thou knowest not. Call upon me, and I will answer you, and I will show you things thou knowest not. God has has a deeper walk for us, and this seminar is about teaching people just how much and how to hear the voice of God and to show people the principles necessary to be able to live life inside the veil. The very first thing that God the Father did when he accepted the blood sacrifice of Christ on the cross was God himself tore the veil of the temple from top to bottom, and he opened up the veil so that no longer would man be separated from him. Now, that's good for salvation, but it's also good for us to learn what life could be like behind or inside the veil. You know, God had to tell Moses, Moses, warn Aaron not to be casual when he comes into my presence. Hebrews 5, 7 says, With loud cries and tears, Jesus prayed to his Father. And because of his reverence for God, God heard his cry. Jesus Christ himself had reverence for God, and because of that, God heard his cry. Does that apply to you and I? I think so. Yeah. There is life inside the veil, a deeper life that God has for the Church of Jesus Christ. There is unlimited power for us to tap into, to walk in our destiny when we understand what life inside the veil can be like. Yeah. And that's what this seminar is all about. It's this coming Tuesday uh, in Wayne, PA, and if folks would like more info, I guess, is acts413.net a good place to go? Yes, Tim, that's, the, uh, that's our website. All the information is there. Uh, we, we will extend registration. People uh, want to uh, continue to register. We closed it the other day, but we'll reopen that. Anybody who wants to come, be our, be our guest. Please feel free to come. So it's a situation where and the, the cost is also fits most budgets. It's free, <laughs> but, right? <laughs> yes, but you're, free, yes. but you would like that the advanced uh, registration to make sure that I'm sure the room is set up properly and all that. So that's uh, correct. We're going to have a continental breakfast for everybody. We want to be sure we have enough supplies and we're getting some printed materials. We're going to be giving out for free and. Yeah, it's really to, to bless people. It's called a deeper walk. This coming Tuesday, the fourth uh, of December, St. David's Ballroom in Wayne, PA. And again, details on that. Acts four thirteen dot net. Jim Axum, our guest. Thanks for the encouragement, uh, Jim. You know, I'm thinking even that just that one line you said is a great way of c- encapsulating uh, that you want to see God's face, not just His hand. 
which yeah. really is a, a neat way of encapsulating that, uh, you know, God can provide for everything. So, but, and I think intellectually, we would all believe that he can give us stuff and take care of circumstances, but he wants more than that. He really wants to fellowship and the ongoing nature of talking yes, through, sir. you know, with him throughout the day. So, and uh, yes, yeah, great, great stuff. Well, thank you again, Jim. God bless you. Keep up the great work. All right. Well, thanks for always being there for us, Jim. Thank you so much. God bless you. Our privilege. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries on AM 560 WFIL. We're going to take a short break and then come back with Mike Love of the Beach Boys. He has a new Christmas CD out, a tour coming through the Tri-State area. We'll talk about that. Also, text in 610-500-DOVE. It's like to win a Wawa gift card. Everywhere and everywhere, every moment of the day, it is the right time. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 446 AM560 WFIL. Well, this is fun. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com online. Thanks to our hardworking producer, Joe, for putting all our music together today. And helping us welcome in Mike Love of the Beach Boys. That's Tim. That's me. How you do? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for taking some time today. Merry Christmas. You too. Holidays. You too. Hey, congratulations first off on the nomination for the induction into the 2019 Songwriters Hall of Fame in the Performing Songwriter category. That's uh, well, that's pretty cool. That is cool. I think it's it's a it's a great thing, and I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed to see if I. I'm nominated, but that's different from being inducted. You know? <laughs> well, it's a good start. So we'll see. <laughs> what do you uh, attribute your songwriting skills to? Were, were you a songwriter from uh, you know doodling and writing very early, and just it was a gift, or did you have to craft it? And, and you know, I mean, I'm sure you have some level of crafting, of course. But well, I personally always like literature and poetry and, and and that kind of thing. And I grew up in a household which was mu- nonstop music. In fact. We were awakened to go to school by opera music that my mom would put on the hi-fi. Wow. And it was brutal. You know, <laughs> after it at 6 in the morning to wake up to go to school. Oh, my gosh. At any rate, but we loved all the music we heard on the radio. We loved doing the Christmas carols at this time of year. We would carol around the neighborhood, literally go around Christmas caroling around to the neighbors and stuff because my mom was so incredibly into music. And I had a grand piano, an organ, and a harp in the living room I grew up in. And we'd have the first cousins come over. My mom was one of eight kids. And, and not to mention my dad's side, he, he, the, they hadn't, didn't have as many kids as the Wilsons, but we had lots of first cousins. Some of them I uh, developed a, a, a recording group with, Brian, yeah. Dennis, and Carl Wilson and myself, first cousins. So, But we all started singing together at these birthday parties and Christmas parties. And um, that those are my first memories of singing with my, my cousins. And so here we are, you know, many, many years, many decades later, doing a Christmas album, re- recreating the feeling of the, those those musical moments with my cousins when we started, the, before we even started the Beach Boys. That's amazing. 
Yeah. Mike Love of the Beach Boys with us. The new Christmas CD, Reason for the Season on BMG, just came out last month. I downloaded it. I've listened to it multiple times. Like it a lot. Lots of fun, energy, happy feel that most folks would expect, uh, including Jingle Bell Rock. Uh, the, I think one of the most fun Christmas songs ever, Little St. Nick. You know, I play that at every DJ gig I do. Is it, yes. is it as fun for you to play that still uh, as it is much for folks to hear it? Absolutely. We did it on the, as a bumper on the Today Show yesterday. And, and we did, with Hanson, we did Finally It's Christmas. It's their song, but I sang the lead and they backed me up. And it was really, really great rendition of that song. Absolutely. And so we're having a, a blast doing that. And it's a love fest, literally. I mean, the Hanson guys could not be nicer. Uh, they, they showed me a picture when they were little guys, young guys. I mean, you may be six years old to, to 12 years old, whatever their age range is. Yeah. Standing behind, beside a white limousine at the first concert they went to, which is the Beach Boys in Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and while the album has lots of fun moments and mm-hmm. uh, has a great Christmas vibe, it doesn't mean there's not a lot of depth. The number of the songs, whether they're fast or slow, have meaning to them. Uh, the, the title track, for example, the phrase has been around for a long time, reason for the season. You know, tell the story a little bit behind that song and, and how it made the album. I wanted to do an album that embodied the the feeling and the mood of Christmas as I gr- grew up in because of my mom's love of music and the, the love the Wilsons all had with music embodies that but also the cultural thing of the santa claus and 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 jingle bell rock all those those are the fun fun parts of of the holiday music but also there's an important element with the reason for the season because uh, it's about one of the christian philosophies uh jesus preached love and that there can be no debate is it's it's in it's in the the verse the last verse of of reason for the season so, you know, it's about what the world needs now, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I have an album called Unleash the Love, but we're now we're doing that through uh, holiday music, Christmas music. And so we're so fortunate to be able to do what we do, A. B, it's so wonderful to communicate those moods and feelings and thoughts and philosophies in, in, in hopefully a, a delightful way that people can enjoy. Absolutely. Mike Love of the Beach Boys. He's our guest. Reason for the season is the CD. This is a little music from that. It's fun. Yeah. We're going to just do a little break and come back uh, in just a moment. Mike Love of the Beach Boys on tour in the Tri-State area. We'll give you the dates and uh, let you know more about that. Wrap up our chat. Mike Love of the Beach Boys here. Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, online, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. What a great song. This is so much fun. AM560, WFIL. WFL.com. Well, way up north where the air gets cold, there's a tale about yeah. Christmas that you've all been told. Little St. Nick. And a real Mike Love of the Beach Boys' version from his brand new CD called Reason for the Season. Just came out last month. BMG. Folks can. Uh, 
download that, right? If they would like to, like I did. Not only download, they can buy the LP. Yes. <laughs> if they have a record player. My sons are into that now. They're going back to the old stuff and they're buying albums and they have so much fun doing that. Uh, and you may find this interesting. WFIL is a long history. Dick Clark, American Bandstand, the whole thing was a top 40 station back in the day. It actually is a Christian station now. So, hey, ha- really? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, we used to be all over that station, you know, back, way back when. Absolutely. It, yeah, and played the Spectrum and all that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, concert dates. I want to make sure we sneak this in here. I know you have a full day. You're going to be within shouting distance of WFIL's broadcast map a number of times, starting this Saturday in Morristown, New Jersey, Baltimore on Sunday, Greensburg on Tuesday, then the week after, Huntington, New York on Tuesday, Williamsport on the 12th, and Wilmington, Delaware on the 13th. So just share for a moment, if you would, about the show. What are folks in store for when they come see you? What we like to do is we start out with a bunch of classic Beach Boys songs, surfing songs, car songs, some all, all kinds of things like that. Yeah. But then on the – and we'll take a break. After doing an hour of music, we'll take a 20-minute break and then come out with uh, – come out with – bunch of christmas songs you know from the beach boys original christmas album um and also the reason for the season albums along with you know like the song that hansen backed me up on sure and so we, we a, a complete thing of christmas songs but we'll i love in ending up with reason for the season because it's got a baritone sax solo and it's a boogie woogie groove and it's a great great song with a, some meaning to it too but also a Little St. Nick, and then end up with Fun, Fun, Fun. How can you go wrong? Absolutely. That's <laughs> fantastic. And the last moment we have, if you could share for a second about Alone on Christmas Day. It's a great song. Lyrics are needed. Where'd that come from? I wrote that song in the late late 70s with a friend of mine, Ron Altback, who lives in New York. And uh, we wrote that together, and it appeared on a, a, a Bill Murray Christmas, a very Murray Christmas a, about a year or so ago. Yeah. And I said, well, wait a minute. If they're going to record my song off listening off the Internet, then why don't I get busy and go into the studio and, and re-record, um, you know, Alone on Christmas Day? And the, the whole philosophy is you're never, never really alone on Christmas Day. You're never really alone. I mean, there's so much going on in the world, you know, uh, that gets into some – you know, esoteric philosophy, but so what? You know, the, the <laughs> yeah. well. Anyway, it's a, it's a it's a, so, a sentimental song about you know some love that expressed to people who can't be at home on Christmas Day. Yeah, Mike Love been our guest. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you too. Thanks for taking time. Have a great day. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Bye bye. Thank you. Uh, what a privilege. Mike Love of the Beach Boys capping off our program today. He has a crazy schedule. He's doing these uh, interviews, boom, 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 across the country. And it's kind of neat just thinking back to the fact of WFAL's history and how we used to play Beach Boys music way back when. And now, uh, the uh, you know, obviously a different format these days. But it's nice to have some of these conversations. And if you look at the lyrics, I was surprised as I listened through Mike's CD, Reason for the Season, there are some uh, some deeper lyrics going on there. So, you know, you like to... Uh, investigate that a little bit. Maybe you find out a little bit more about where they're coming from and, and uh, over time build some relationships with folks and have some good conversations. So I was uh, glad that it worked out for Mike's schedule and that they put us on their calendar, and we're appreciative of that. Um, congratulations to Karen. She is in Philadelphia, and she wins our Wawa gift card. Texted in. We had a little contest going this hour, so way to go, Karen. We'll get that out to you tomorrow. Also, a quick reminder, go to our website. Uh, we have a couple of free things going with Dr. Charles Stanley and Touch Ministries. Everybody gets several things, including the December 
a November-December issue of In Touch magazine that's free. But there's also books we're giving away and a $500 almost uh, value there gift basket. And Walk in the Word with James McDonald has a free book for everybody called God Wrote a Book, uh, where he talks about why he believes the Bible is the inspired Word of God, how it originated, and its benefits for us. That's a free download. James McDonald, Walk in the Word at WFIL.com. On the way next, Jim Maxim, Acts 4.13 Ministry, is going to pray. Turn things over to Alistair Begg at that point. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.